Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the Engine Builder Show. Today, our topic will be the three powerful tools you can use to build an awesome team culture. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, and enjoy the show. Good morning, everybody. There was always a time to learn. Good morning, everyone. Hope you're doing well. Happy Wednesday. If you get to catch this live and whenever you're tuning in, I appreciate you. I'm grateful that you take a few minutes with us to, to be part of part of the show and be here. If you have questions ever, just drop them in the comments or uh, message me, or you can always go to businessmarketingengine.com and you can fill out a contact form there um, and just let us know what you'd like to cover on the show. I'd be glad to do that. Today, um, like Jethro mentioned, um, we're going to talk about three of the tools that I use to really build a powerful and awesome team culture, because one of the things that I've run into over the years um, as an entrepreneur in coaching other entrepreneurs um, in you know, being involved in, with projects with other companies, so often I hear um, you know, from leaders uh, from, or the, from the founder or, you know, or the entrepreneur, man, I can't get my team to get this done or I'm having challenges with all these different people on the team, um, or there's just these things that aren't going well. And I believe that that comes, um, one, I believe that anything that's going on in the organization is my responsibility as the founder, as the entrepreneur, as the CEO to resolve. So if there's a problem, it's my fault. Um, and that's good because it means I can be the solution and I can be part of you know the catalyst that solves, solves the issue. So when I hear those things, I know that it's a leadership issue. Um, and I know that there's, you know, just structure and process that isn't in place yet. And so when you realize that and you realize that it's your job to influence that and change things, um, then, you know, that's what's going to help you move forward and make changes. Um, Asetsta, uh, good morning. Hopefully I didn't butcher your name pronunciation there. So uh, too bad, but I'm glad you're able to tune in here. Um, so like I said, um, these are things that we... Um, you know, we use here uh, a lot of these things, to be honest, I've heard about, I've tried, I've, you know, uh, just it, uh, put, some I've implemented well, some didn't really work well when I first implemented them. Um, but my friend Alex Charfin, who um, created a company called Simple Operations, when I joined his, um, his program, it really helped me really solidify and improve just these things I'm going to share with you today because I had used them in different formats, but I was able to really just improve the effectiveness of them. So the first thing that we do as a team that's really helpful is we do a daily team huddle um, with the entire team. And so uh, everybody on the team comes to our morning huddle. Um, we do it at 9.15 a.m. Eastern every morning, and we have team members all around the world. And so that's one of the things that we made the decision as a team to make sure that we all show up live there. And that way we can cover what's going on for the day, cover any blockers or barriers or challenges that are up. Um, and I get to share just my vision for what's going on and also, you know, just to inspire and encourage the team. Um, other leaders on the team get to bring up things that are important and that we need to be aware of. And so we really come together as a, as a group. And so, you know, we've had 40 to 50 people on that um, over the past couple of years, and it's been really effective. And regardless of what size team you have, I believe that you can, and, and I strongly recommend that you do, um, do a live all-team huddle whenever possible um, on a daily basis, because that will connect you as a team. And time together 
Um, that's one of the things that really will build a powerful and impactful culture for you. Uh, the second thing that's really, um, really important is that there's open and transparent communication um, going on and also open and transparent job roles that show what needs to be accomplished on a daily, a weekly and a monthly basis. And when you have those and when they're open and viewable by other team members, it actually creates a positive uh, you know, pressure between the whole team that says, OK, I know I'm going to rely on Jethro to do this thing. I have to handle this part. Um, you know, another team member may need to handle this. And so that open, transparent kind of uh, communication and open job roles that say, here's the role that you have, here's the requirements and the expectations, that just lets everybody know what team member is filling what role and what tasks are being done. When you do it that way, there's no like hidden, you know, things going on and there's no hidden agenda and there's nothing, there's less and less of uh, one team member thinking, oh, I don't know what that person does all day. They just sit around and they don't accomplish anything or I don't know what's going on in this department because, you know, I'm not in it and I suspect something's going on. It just, it knocks all that out because it makes everything really transparent. And as a leader, when you show up with transparent communication and you share when you're having a tough day or when things aren't going well, or when a decision or a project or, you know, something unexpected happened that impacts the company financially or affects the schedule or things like that. When you show up and you're just honest and transparent about what's going on, it really builds more trust. It really helps everyone know what's going on and keeps everybody on the same page. And by having that daily huddle, like we talked about earlier, that allows you to just keep talking about, you know, what's going on, where you're going, resolving issues as they happen, and things don't build up. And that just creates that community and that really, in, in my opinion, that family kind of atmosphere that you want inside of your team in a lot of senses. Uh, the third thing that's really important is to be really intentional in your relationship building um, and use a tool that we uh, call Spark. So the first half of that is when you're running a team, regardless of if you're in person or remote, um, taking time to connect with people on you know a weekly basis, getting together with each of the person people that report to you, just having time with them um, individually, and making sure that they you know can share any concerns that are going on at work, update you on things that are going on personally in their life, just connecting with you as their manager um, and the person that's leading them. If you do that every single week for 15, 20 minutes or a half hour at the longest then you continue to build that relationship and that's going to make it so that you can trust each other, that you can see when things are off or they're struggling. Um, it just gives you a continual, you know, consistent touch point that helps you build, um, build the relationship. The other part of what I mentioned is a tool that is called Spark. Um, I write about that in my book, Atomic Words, um, which you can get at atomicwords.com. And we have a bunch of bonuses there right now, $23,000 in bonuses we're giving away um, when you buy the book. Um, but Spark is specific praise and really specific candor. Uh, so often in in the workplace, and I think in a lot of our relationships, we are um, we're a little timid about calling out, you know, specific problems or issues. And then we also it's very easy to get into the habit of being generic in our praise. So I can say to you know Danielle and my team, I can say, "Great job on that project." While that might feel good in the moment, it doesn't actually tell her what she did well or what she should do more of. I can say, I really appreciate how you stepped in and resolved the customer problem that occurred um, by meeting with them and laying out a specific plan. And I really like how you followed up and made sure that it got accomplished and you heard the client out when they were frustrated. Now she knows, oh, that's specifically what I did that was that was effective and I can do more of. 
when we share really specific candor um, and we say, you know, what I didn't appreciate about what happened last week is these deadlines were missed um, because, you know, it wasn't thoroughly communicated to the rest of the team. Um, and because of that, it had this financial impact, you know, and I, you know, what I don't want to see any more of is not really being detailed in our documentation because that was a, that was a factor in missing the deadline. When I'm really specific like that, again, the team member knows exactly what, you know, what they should be doing, what they should not be doing, um, and they're able to follow through and make improvements and changes. So I'd encourage you to use that tool. Be intentional about spending time on a consistent basis with the people that report to you and are on your team. Um, make it something that you don't miss, that you're consistent and you don't let other things crowd out because that shows that it's truly important to you and it's important that you want to invest time in your team members. And then use Spark. Be specific in your praise. And then generally speaking, just either praise really specifically what's going on and then leave it at that or give really specific candid feedback. Generally speaking, don't mix those together because that's just going to confuse who you're talking to and they won't believe either side. If you have something, you know, that needs specific, you know, candid feedback, just do it with love. Be, show your, you know, say my intention in sharing this is to serve you and help you grow. Here are the things that didn't go well. Here are the things that were ineffective. When you use that type of approach, it's really serving your team members well. And with all of these things, and, and there's just more and more that we can learn as leaders, it will allow you to really be, build the team culture that you want, and it will be powerful. It will protect your company. It will be uh, it will serve your clients. It will make coming to work an amazing and awesome experience. So again, the three things that we do are we have daily team huddles where everybody shows up live. Uh, the second thing is we have open and transparent job roles, and we have transparent communication, um, so we know exactly what's going on and we don't we don't hide things. And then the third thing is we're really intentional about building relationships by having weekly consistent time. And then we use uh, the tool called Spark, which is specific praise. So people know exactly what they did right so they can do more of it and really specific candor. So they get, again, specific feedback on what didn't go well and what they should avoid doing in the future. So I hope those are useful for you. I appreciate you taking time to tune in and I look forward to seeing you on the next show. Mm -hmm.